Welcome back, my friends. Welcome back. I'm so happy to see that you are back um, here for Confessions of a PYP Teacher. My name is Lou Gerlock with Think Chat. This is confession number 90. It rounds out our application series, and we're going to look at playing with the ATLs. As we look at playing with the ATLs, I'm reminded of my friend Vidya. She is a passionate PYP educator in India. And if you engage at all within educator communities online, uh, either within Twitter or LinkedIn, you're going to see that Vidya is quite active. She is regularly discussing big ideas with published authors, thought leaders, and fellow educators. Try and make sense of what is good practice for our learners and how to make it practical. She is your professional development queen. I don't know how she finds these obscure <laughs> trainings. And next thing you know, I'm signed up and learning these amazing things all because of her. And last summer, we really cemented our relationship by going through the University Liggett Schools Center for Innovative Teaching and Learning Inquiry Workshop. And there we were able to engage with um, thought leaders of Ron Richhart from Project Zero, as well as Trevor McKenzie, to really grapple with the idea of what is inquiry and how do we shape a culture of thinking. And ever since then, I've engaged with Vidya online. And together we co-hosted um, Siddle Reads, which is a book club where we delved into two titles, Dive Into Choir by Trevor McKenzie, as well as Pop-Up Studio, Responsive Teaching for Today's Learners by Misty Patterson. And I enjoy discussing things with Vidya. She's always making my brain think. And she and I were looking at this particular podcast episode and she posed a really great question that got my mind thinking. What skills do we learn naturally within a purposeful learning space that is designed for play? And that's what we want. We want skills that naturally come because a learning environment is so well crafted that it naturally leads to play and inquiry. And not just with materials, but also with ideas. And so this sparked my curiosity and started me on a journey of questioning. And I really came to this one point is when we're thinking about learning spaces and how they're designed, what is the big purpose you want to celebrate into the world? Are you looking to design a learning space that shows the great things you're doing with your learners. Highlight great work, samples by those that are achieving, reflect, um, have work samples that are reflective of the class body. Are you looking to create a space where inquiry naturally happens? Conceptual understanding is happening where they're making kind of a concept um, they're understanding concepts, and then they're also making connections between those concepts. Are we designing learning spaces that reflect us and our preferences and Hobby Lobby? Are we 
creating learning spaces because we want to control the learning or are we designing learning spaces to evidence the learning and the growth? Whatever you choose will greatly impact how the approaches to learning come about. No pressure, I know, because all of these considerations greatly impact how their approaches to learning or the ATLs are exhibited in the school community. With purposeful learning spaces focused on play, the learner is able to self-direct. The learner is able to decide their own pathway and manipulate materials and ideas in their own way. So that's gonna look different when they're doing that rather than the neat orderly displays that we're used to. So why does this matter? Especially after this pandemic and we're trying to come back to this sense of normality and many of us are still um, going back into lockdown and many of us are still grappling with this. How can I manage to teach in an authentic context? This all comes from the approaches to learning or the ATLs. These skills help our students to navigate uncertain times and to hone deep problem solving skills that they'll need in their future. And to bring context to this process, Vidya and I were looking at practical examples from her own classroom that um, she shared where she encourages her learners to make personal connections to the ATLs. As part of a unit of inquiry, Vidya asked her learners to go beyond learning the ATLs, but rather applying them to their lives. And here are some of the connections that they made. One student connected to their homework. They said whenever they begin an assignment, they have to think about what thinking skill are they focusing in on in the task? Is this stretching their, their critical thinking skills? Are they trying to um, explore their creative thinking skills, more thinking outside of the box? Are they looking for information transfer? Are they trying to find strategies where they can remember this at a later time or build their metacognition? That matters because that, that will greatly determine the outcome. And this also helps them to disguise, disguise, ugh, decide which skills they'll use also from their prior learning. And then they're able to connect with other ATL skills. Another student said, you know, I'm using the ATLs within relationships and making connections because we communicate to different people within our community based on their role and their age. And that piqued my interest. What do you mean by that? And they said, when we talk with our family members, especially our elders, our grandparents, our, you know, great aunts and uncles and so forth. We speak to them differently than we would do our friends at school. And each relationship is different and we need to learn certain skills on how to interact appropriately with these different groups of people. Fascinating, right? And that, you know, but that's not where we stop. There was another student who thought, hmm, we make connections with procedure. We use all of these categories of the ATLs to create a procedure for inquiry. Hmm. 
Because first we have to start by using our thinking skills to help us to think about what type are we going to explore. Are we going to be looking at it from creative lens or critical thinking? Then we look at those strategies that we want to use to research and help us to dig a little bit below the surface. And part of that process is really thinking about how are we going to communicate all of this back to the world? Then we examine how are we going to become better little humans during this process through the self-selection of social and self-management skills. That is pretty deep. So here's the application challenge for you today. Your challenge is to brainstorm either with your learners, some of us are leaving school or have left school already, maybe with your teammates, you're gonna meet with them to see how your learners can make personal connections to the ATLs. And also let them showcase it somehow to the school community and giving that control up to the learners to decide what that looks like. But in that process, they're gonna be able to justify their choice. Why did you do it this way? And how does it impact the development of the ATL? When I make connections to the ATLs, I think of how we have, as adult learners, have pivoted so greatly and quickly to the, during the pandemic to learn new skills and increase our technological understanding. This particular podcast was that adventure for me. We just passed um, the second birthday of this podcast. I can't believe it's two years old already. And I'm proud of this little podcast that could. And I hope it's helped you in some way in your practice. And as I reflect on the progress, it's really, I'm really curious because that's what we are as inquirers. Uh, the five countries that are most impacted by this message. And I was a little surprised because we had the United States, Australia, Canada, India, and the United Arab Emirates. And what really resonated with me is I've lived in four out of five of these countries and they have a special place in my heart. So does India. It's the one place that I haven't lived, but it's still on my bucket list. You hear that, India? I'm coming for you someday. All right. And then, of course, I wanted to know. What five cities are greatly listening to this podcast? And so the top five cities are Singapore, Hanoi, Melbourne, Sharjah, and Brisbane. And I found that interesting that they're all in Asia, Pacific. Hmm, what does that tell you? All right, and ironically, I've been to Singapore, Melbourne, Sharjah, and Brisbane. I have yet to go to Hanoi, but I will. It's also on my bucket list when we can travel safely. I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for making this an enriching experience and the great feedback that you give me because that's how I grow. If you want to share any of your challenges, any of your applications, please connect on LinkedIn and Twitter with hashtag ThinkChat2020 so I can continue to grow. I can't wait to learn from you and share some ideas together. Have fun with this, my friends.